We're super excited to welcome back on the program Sadia Osmani in for this week's Thursday Chinwag. How are you doing, Sadia? Good to see you. Thank you. I'm all right. Not too bad. There's a lot of uh, thunder and lightning where I'm sitting at the moment. So if you hear it in the background, it's outside, all right? Don't it adds worry. to the atmosphere. Yeah, because the thunderstorm warning <laughs> is in effect. So it's it's only natural if we hear some sounds, some sound effects. Good. So, all right. Well, anyway, I'm all at Fine. Yes, so I was going to say, we've got a really interesting topic today, something a bit uh, personal that's happening at the moment, yeah. <laughs> and you can shed some light on this topic. Sure, it's a bit personal, but it's also, it's interesting, because the reason I chose this subject was, I think quite a few parents um, right now, and obviously in Hong Kong, and in generally in China, this is a common phenomenon that that um, you know you have your children living with you because of the situations in these countries where you know property prices are so high and so kids come and stay and they think okay we'll live here until we get married or or they're here studying um, there's quite a few parents too at the moment perhaps who've got who've got say children who were studying abroad who've come back and are staying with them because they're doing all this online teaching and stuff so it's a whole new dynamics um so and i'm i'm personally kind of involved in this too because my son has come to hong kong to do his masters and you know for the last three four years he's been he's been working in london and um so he's not actually we've not actually lived together for a little while um and so it's quite an interesting experience to kind of get back into that because um you know what happens is that you sort of one you have limited amount of space and you want to make sure that everything is okay you know you automatically i think what happens is we sometimes fall into these automatic roles you know as a parent and then as a child so it's an interesting sort of development i mean you know when kids are young it's a different thing isn't it you can control you them a little bit more yeah yeah and that's and you've said the word it is about control you know because because i found it uh, an interesting thing i'll talk a little bit more about my experiences but before that um i was just kind of reading up and i saw an article in the guardian the other day and um, they were saying that a South Korean guy, um, Yong Sheng Ma, his name is, he um, is a cartoonist and he had actually been living with his mother until he was 30, right? And um, he found that like um, what was happening is that he would get quite resentful of the fact that she was kind of nagging at him and things like that. And so he decided to do a kind of study on it. And so he gave his mother a notebook, a blank notebook, and he said, and his mom was obviously 50 plus, and, you know, it was just his mother that he was living with. And supposedly, this is known in South Korea, I've got some notes on this, this is known as kangaroo tribes, right, where basically a South, it's a South Korean term for a going through a worldwide phenomena where the adult children live with their parents to save money until they get married. So these kangaroo tribes, supposedly one in four households in South Korea are kangaroo tribes. That's really um, common in Asian culture. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, I lived yeah. with my family until I got married. Um, but where yeah, some well, of my so friends, yeah, and where some of my yeah. friends would have moved out straight after university or after yeah. high school. 
Yeah, and it's obviously quite common here because this guy who's written this, he initially wrote a book about it. What happened is that he gave his mother, you know, he said that when they lived together, his mother did all of the cleaning and cooking and Margaret quite resentful of her nagging because because the nature of his job was that he used to spend quite a bit of time at home at that time that was like back in 2015 then his mum because he was home didn't think his job was a kind of proper job as such and so she thought he was just goofing around like at home this is what he writes so yeah and so then he said that when he moved out it was a kind of shock to the system because then he suddenly found the basic things like you know household chores and cleaning the bathroom and cooking and stuff that it was really hard to hard to do so what he did is to better understand his mother he gave her this blank notebook and then uh, about a month later she'd filled in all the details and he asked her to cover every part of her life to talk about things so she kind of covered the and it became quite a graphic novel right because she covered all sorts of things um like we've just lost you for a little bit sadia hello sadia you still there it's just maybe the, maybe the thunder got to the internet connection, but uh, we're trying to uh, reconnect uh, with Sadia uh, on this uh, Thursday afternoon. Afterwards, uh, Sadia, we got you back. It, it just got cut off a little bit. Um, you've just got to connect to your audio uh, so that we can hear you uh, again. I was just joking to say maybe the thunderstorm got to right. the internet connection. Yeah, I think maybe we've had some lightning and thunder. Can you hear me now? Perfectly. Can you hear me now? Perfectly, yes. Okay, that's great. Yes, yeah, so I don't know where I was when we just got cut off there. But um, but the book so became quite a kind of graphic novel. And the mum was kind of talking about, you know, she was, it included sort of extracts from other parents as well. And she was talking about her kind of um, the way that the, she was treated at work, the amount of work she had to do. But also what came across to him was that, you know, these mums were actually having a life of their own. They were enjoying themselves and they didn't mind that. So it's an interesting, you know, it was an interesting thing. And supposedly at the time in 2015, when this book came out, it was very shocking. People found it quite shocking and stuff. But now it's been made into a comic book and it's been translated into English. That's brilliant. Um, so it's now being translated uh, into multiple languages. Um, I'm afraid the connection has got to us again. Uh, perhaps uh, let's uh, try and get Sadia back. Chinwag. We're talking uh, to Sadia Osmani about uh, living with our adult children. And uh, you were just telling us a story of South Korean author who's changed that book uh, to a bit of a graphic novel and got his mum uh, involved. Um, why is your son planning to, to write a book now on the experiences of on returning <laughs> to live with you again well he might do at this rate you know um as i said like there is lightning and thunder so maybe we're getting disconnected through that yeah i think um i think it's been an interesting experience you know because he has come in and now like he has a routine to do his exercises and things like that. we have a small house and so i think it's a matter of all of us just kind of using the space and having our own space at certain times and respecting each other's kind of physical and mental space. That's what the difficult thing is. And I think we can all kind of fall back into the role. So as a, as a, as a parent, we can become, oh, you must do this or you must do that. 
And as a child, they kind of can regress and think, oh, my mom will do this because I don't need to clean the bathroom. I might have done it before, but I don't need to do it now. That's so interesting. I was going to say. Young kids, it doesn't happen like that, you know. Exactly. They just, you know, they just do as they're told most of the time, maybe not even. But one thing that's interesting is that there are some people who don't move out until they get married. But then there's some people who sort of go off to university or, or they move out for a little while and then they move back in with their parents. I think that's the group we, we, we can also focus on a little bit. Perhaps that's the same as, as your son. You know, there's that taste of independence essentially yeah. and, and they yeah. and they've got think, to live by themselves and do things by themselves but now they're having to regress or, or having the luxury of having parents do, uh, picking up after them but also having parents bossing them around once again it's and it is very much you know it is a two-way street it's not it's about the independence that the the, the child gets or you know um because they go and they work and they live independently and they do everything themselves and they're used to that Um, But it's also the independence that parents get, you see, because what happens is that you you kind of get go back to that situation where you don't have any dependence there and you don't need to worry about them or anything. And you I can be yourself. Go, oh, you don't have to be a yeah. parent anymore. You know, you can be yeah, a slob yeah. around the house without your children yeah. judging you. Exactly. So it's a two way street, you see. So then you have to adapt as a parent to hang on. This is my space. And this is what I do. And now I don't really need to tell you what to do or whatever. So it works both ways. I think, you know, you can kind of regress back as a, as a child, certainly. But at the same time, I think what it is about, it's about both parties understanding. And maybe, you know, initially when it first starts, if it's something that's, you know, they've come back quite recently to do that, then you need to sit down and you need to have almost like right from the start, some ground rules about how you're going to do this that look, you know, you know, two days in the week, you clear the kitchen up, or you do the cooking, or you go and do the shopping, or, you know, just so that we are still distributing some of that, those chores and things like that. And the, and the depend, you know, so you're not dependent on either side. So I think it's very much, it's, it is very much about both parties and it is about respect and space and just that mental space that you have. But, um, but you know, how do you manage it? Because in Hong Kong, I can see, you know, as you said, that up until marriage, you were with your parents and things. In Hong Kong, that is now more of a situation that is existing because of you know, pandemic the and rent. other things. Yeah, the yeah, rent, rental is very expensive here in Hong Kong. And one thing is, you know, Hong Kong apartments um, aren't very big. So yeah. it, you are in each other's spaces physically, yeah. mentally and physically as well. So how do you sort of readjust um, and, and, and dance? And it also depends on, on the family members as well. You know, if there are other siblings or both parents and temperaments of parents, you know, yeah. uh, sometimes children might get along better with one parent and not the other um, and sometimes it can lead to other conflicts where uh, the, the conflict isn't directly say from you know me and my child but maybe my my partner and the child so there, there's that added conflict as well yeah. there's a number of things you need to think of I mean I, I was saying that like you know we we have to juggle a little bit because 
then because the space is very restricted and if you've got a like 25 year old boy who wants to do his his um workout with some music on so i was saying and i and you know and and it's like getting sweaty and it's smelling like a gym and then i think no you have to clean up after you and things like that so i suppose and it's also like you know maybe they want to listen to the music loud and the music isn't really of your taste and then you think can you please put something appropriate on so you know you all everyone gets onto this kind of mode of saying things and then also i suppose what you also have to do is you have to assign time which is just for you time just for them and then family time yeah. where you share um you know where you share meals or you share a good program on tv or whatever so it's like um having to rethink those things and to establish some sort of ground rules but i think it's really important if you're just starting to do that then to think about it to have a good think about it before because it's very easy to say oh we can all be like this and it'll be absolutely fine but i think as as people get older you know on both sides then you get much more established in what you want and how you want it and you don't want to change so that change is quite difficult Absolutely. And also, you know, I, I think this will be on people's minds as well. I'm sure when the pandemic is over or when people are traveling a lot more, there will be extended family holidays and there'll be times, maybe Christmas, I'm keeping my fingers crossed, but there'll be times when you will stay longer um, with your parents or with your in-laws. So these are also really important things to bear in mind because um, you there's a certain independence that, like you mentioned, that parents have established that perhaps yeah. it's not only they, they're in your space, but you're also in their space um, also. And, yeah. and parents maybe just have their own independence. You know, maybe it's retirement time for them and, and they have certain routines, things that they like to do, things they, do, they don't want to do. They might not yeah, want I'm to finding that. <laughs> yes. They might not want to cook every day, you know, maybe, I don't know if you cook, you might want to order out, whereas your children might actually miss the good, the good old home cooked meal. Yeah, your children might say, can you just make me a chocolate orange cake, please? Because, you know, you make it so well, so then you just think, okay, I'll make it, but maybe I'll do it. No, can you do it today, please? <laughs> so, you know, it's just kind of, it's, it's just really sort of juggling, I suppose. It's just trying to make sure that everyone's kind of happy wherever it is. But I think certainly as a mother, I think you tend to, you know, you know, any mother will know that, that by default, it falls on a mother to manage things sometimes, you know, whether it be the food or whether it be the household, yep check out you know is there a bit of tension here we need to make sure this is not this is okay so it's like you have to then just rethink a little bit but i think the other thing is is that within the eastern culture i mean you know the culture i come from too there is a huge amount of um respect that you have for your parents and you know you try very hard not to say anything or do anything which is disrespectful i would still say that for instance even when i go and say visit my mother-in-law or my you know before my before when my mother was there or my father then it was like you you just kind of almost had this level of thing where you thought look if they're going to say anything about this i'm just not going to say it. i'm going to keep quiet but that is a very much an eastern um kind of thing that we have within this culture and i think that's within the chinese you know there is a great respect for parents and so you will kind of then automatically be more aware of that and you may not say 
say anything if you don't like it and stuff. Well, and funny you, you mentioned that. I think that's true to an extent. But as adults, you know, it's so funny. We, we fall back and we regress to being children or, well, not children per se, but when we're around our parents, they can sometimes, or grandparents, they can sometimes just get to us, no matter how successful, how yeah. calm you are in the workplace or how, how, how I don't know, how, how much you, you, you manage, you know, um, elsewhere. When you get home and when you are there for a family holiday or whatever family dynamics has a has a way to get back to, to bite your bottom and that you know there are ways that when, when people you know are not childish again but you know the sibling rivalry or you know all those things sort of come out uh, once again um and on this note uh, many thanks once again uh, to you sadia for your time this afternoon always such a pleasure to be speaking to you uh, on thursday's chinwag and i look forward to chatting with you uh, again uh, next week thank you very much indeed uh, to you sadia osman